Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. The greatest love of all. <laughs> Don't make me harmonize. It did happen to us. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about The Bachelor, usually. Sometimes it's about Terrace House. Sometimes we only want it to be about Terrace House. Sometimes we have so much love and so much just erudite shit to say about the Japanese reality Netflix original television show Terrace House that it's all we want to talk about, even though uh, the, the specter of a new season of Bachelor is looming. Couldn't be less interested. Just want to talk about those the, the six good good folks. Oh, God, I've, I've spoken too loud and I've, I've awoken the child. No, he's okay. He's good. He just he would like you to keep it down. Um, no, this is, I'm projecting to the back of the auditorium, because there's people back there, and they'd be good tickets for this podcast, and my, my grandpa's back there, and he has an ear problem, and it's important that I project. This isn't an, (laughs) this is not an episode where we're going to talk about a TV show. Here's the situation. We have a 17-day-old baby. His name's Henry. You always know how many days. I feel like you're really counting. (laughs) It's every one of them is a treasure. Just kidding. Every one of them has lasted, it seemed like, about three and a half minutes. I can't fucking believe how long he's been here already. It's kind of buck wild. Um, we didn't really have a TV show to watch. No. Um, so we have been watching television. Um, do you guys want us to talk about The Office? Do you want us to talk about Top Chef? Maybe. The answer to those might be yes. I it probably know. is yes, but I I am a stickler for what we have come here to do, um, which we is talked, talk about love. We went on a walk today, and we briefly talked about uh, discussing uh, having a, a, a an early holiday special where we discuss love, actually, and our favorite storylines and our least favorite storylines. There's about four storylines in that movie that could just can jog off, to use a British colloquialism. Ooh. Um, we're not going to do that. Continental. Oh, A&TM. <laughs> Boys, not in the house, I don't think. Starts back up tonight with Rita yeah, Ora. I have as the no new idea. Host. I know some of our buddies are watching it tonight. Live watch, yeah. That might have been fun, but we really needed to get this recorded today because it's actually kind of a, a astonishingly a busy podcast week for yours truly, which sucks. Yeah, Griffin is on paternity leave, but really only in theory. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, this episode. A lot of folks have asked us to do something like this, and... And it I, makes Griffin wildly uncomfortable. It does a little <laughs> bit, just because I think it's a it's super masturbatory, but... Um, yeah, we should... Some disclaimers. We... We're going to talk... Rachel and I are going to talk about our, our relationship. Maybe that'll be good. It'll be like an About the Author page, because this podcast is going to go on forever, and so it'll be like an About the Author's like um, page. I think... So here's how I want to couch it. I don't want to couch it as, we know everything about love, and we're going to tell you about our love, because it's going to be very useful to you as a person. No. What we're saying is, we do a podcast where we talk about other people's love, so maybe it would be useful for you to know where we're coming from. <laughs> what our perspective is. Maybe. I think there's also just a lot of folks who just wanted to know, like, how we... How we how we met and stuff, and um, I, I, to be frank, it's com- it's so sweet. We get messages all the time, like hashtag relationship goals or whatever. And I think that's, I think <laughs> I genuinely think it's very, very sweet. But I'm not a very like public person about that stuff. So no. there's a bit of there's a bit of vulnerability here that I'm not entirely comfortable with. But yeah. I, think, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I'm also worried that I won't remember everything, and that'll be kind of a bummer. Like I'll you'll be like, oh, you remember this seminal important iconic moment i'll be like oh oof, i don't know i don't know i don't, well, don't recall that i mean so here's the thing so i i'm gonna be probably pretty dry about it just knowing me sure um and so i i don't i don't want you to feel any pressure to that's fair if you if remember you, how the moon looked if this uh i it was a harvest moon <laughs> if this makes you uncomfortable it's not your thing that's i i totally get it see you next week we'll be back oh next week let's go ahead and say this yeah we're gonna watch the first season of the bachelor yeah the bachelor or bachelorette Ooh. it's bachelor it started as bachelor but we could do bachelorette well i don't know that that's available to okay us. so the bachelor first season of the bachelor it is on abc.com yes um so you can go watch it there i think it might also be on amazon 
uh, it's possible, streaming. yeah. And I anticipate we'll watch the whole season in a week, just knowing the amount of time we have on our hands. But we want to talk about, <laughs> before we get into this new season, and guys, there's going to be a lot of exciting stuff with this new season that we're very excited about. Who is this character? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was... I don't know. I don't know who the character was. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, before we get to that, I think we should take a look back, see... Look how far we've come. Look at where you started, to quote Hamilton in American Musical. <laughs> um, you seen that? A lot of people are talking about this. Hamilton in American Musical. You know, I enjoy it. I've heard that um, one Lin-Manuel Miranda is a fan of the show. I did hear that. And that's always great to hear. Our, our show. Yeah, sure. It really, it really boosts my spirits. Like, we're doing something important. You know what I mean? Like, it's... All right, let's start our show. We're doing something important that, let's like, is going to be now. remembered long after let's, we're gone. Let's get going. On the show. Just like Hamilton will, yeah. will be. Okay. So. Uh, well, so let's, let's get some facts. Can we play facts. the How I Met Your Mother theme song? It'll be like, boop, boop, boop. And oh, babe. And we could do this whole episode to our new baby. He's sitting right in front of us, unconscious as fuck. And we can be like, listen, sweet child. Listen, sweet child. Do you know how it happened? The miracle of you. Oh, man. That that would take a turn, I think. Is it taking a turn, my we, sweet, lovely Are we child? talking about the nitty-gritty details as to how he was conceived? Oh, we can get... I, oh, <laughs> you know, Daddy, remember the day. <laughs> okay, so let's let's start out with some facts and then see where we go. I had had like four Miller Lights and nope, I would... I want to go further back. You want to go before the... Before the actual... creation of Okay, our... okay. <laughs> this is going to be tough. It is, isn't it? Okay, so 2011. Mm. Uh, I times. was Simpler living. Times. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I might. It was simpler times, though. I mean, okay. it's you know, it's been a rough year. 2011 was pretty fucking great. Um, I was living in Austin, mm-hmm. and I was friends with uh, Justin Minsker. So Justin is uh, one of my oldest friends from Huntington, West Virginia, my hometown. Uh, I grew up doing theater with uh, him and his whole family. Um, And we lived together while we were in college in Huntington. We went to Marshall and lived together there. And then he graduated, I think, a year before me and left to sow his wild oats in... That's a gross way of saying that. But he left to come (laughs) here to Austin, uh, which I didn't know about. Never thought I'd live in Texas. Yeah, uh, no, me either. And the reason why is because it's fucking Texas. Uh, and so he did AmeriCorps at the same time I did AmeriCorps and we became friends. Uh, and we have actually a big group of friends that all, all met through AmeriCorps. That AmeriCorps unit is like, yeah, Yeah. that was, we're still buds with like pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, so it was South by Southwest 2011. Right. So I was living in Chicago at the time with my friends, uh, with, with a couple of friends, uh, and they were a couple and it was great. Like I, it was one of my like favorite years ever. I love Chicago so much. And we had a really great place in Roscoe village. Uh, but they were talking about getting their own place after our lease was up, uh, in July. And so I started kind of looking around. So I'd been working for AOL at a website called joystick for a long time. And it meant I could work from home. And once I graduated from college, it basically meant I could live anywhere I want. So I looked around at some different places. I moved to Batavia, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati with Travis when I graduated Marshall in 2009. Uh, we lived there for a year. It was kind of lame. I love Cincinnati. Batavia is not Cincinnati. It's like <laughs> 45 minutes away. And so that kind of sucked. Um, it was great living with Travis, though, obviously. And then uh, I moved to Chicago from there. But I, I had like spent a lot of time driving around the country and go, like testing out different cities to see where I wanted to go. And so I had sites on like Seattle and I had sites on Boston um, and that it didn't it didn't click because I came to Austin instead. Yeah. So uh, South by Southwest, for those that aren't familiar, um, has really grown huge even since I moved here in 2008. It's, it's fucking over. It's oh, I'm sorry. I came at the peak year, and then it it's just it's over now. It's like a week long festival of movies and music and technology. And what I had done, and um, some of our friends had done, is you take a few days off during the week because the shows during the day are free. So Wednesday through Saturday, if you go downtown, you can walk into almost any 
bar and see free shows, which mm-hmm. is uh, what I was doing and Justin was doing and Justin's friend Griffin was doing when he right. came to so town. I, I came to town uh, at Justin's behest uh, because he knew I was kind of shopping around for a new city. I really liked Chicago. 2011, though, was in 2010, the winter of 2010 into 2011 was the snowpocalypse or whatever it was called. It was a famously shitty, like, yeah. uh, snowstorm that lasted. There was, like, two feet of snow on the ground on my fucking birthday, which is in, in April. April. Yeah. So, like, um, and working from home, like, I didn't uh, get a chance to, like, get out and meet a whole bunch of folks. And so, like, I was cloistered, essentially, for five months out of the year. And as much as I love Chicago, like, that was just not the life for me. And so I kind of wanted to get out. And so I came to the opposite. There's actually, and, and what's interesting is, um, since I've moved here, there's actually a or there was, I don't know if it's still in operation, but like a pipeline carrying 20-somethings directly from Chicago to Austin. Well, you can say that with a lot of major cities. Like I guess people, that's true. People are moving to Austin daily yeah. in huge packs. Um, so I flew down here to stay with uh, uh, Justin and his girlfriend, uh, now wife, uh, uh, Bristol. Uh, I think we were staying at their... their uh, Justin and Bristol weren't living together No, yet. they weren't, but I was staying at the at the at what was called the compound, which was Bristol's... Uh, oh, yeah. Bristol's her mom, mom. stepdad's place uh, yeah. out in the country. Yeah. And it was really great. It was like a, it was a cool, it was a really a wonderful trip. I had, su- so this is like first like Easter egg fun fact. <laughs> I had super bad diarrhea. <laughs> you remember that? Um, I yeah. flew in and it was the sickest I've ever been. And it hit me as soon as the wheels left the ground. And like, it, I was blown away. Do you know if you get sick on a plane, you go to the, the flight attendants and you're like, hey, I'm sick. Can I get medicine? They're like, <laughs> no, they don't have medicine. They just don't have it. Yeah, that's surprising to me. Like, even over-the-counter stuff. I was like, can Papa get a modium? Please. I've asked a flight attendant for a pen before, and they looked at me like, what? What are you talking about? Why would we have a pen? I have a theory that every airplane, they, like, put just enough fuel in it. Like, they weigh the airplane right before (laughs) it takes off, and they put just enough fuel in it. So, like, one tablet of a modium would throw off the trajectory of the entire thing um, um anyway really bad die die and i did the day that we met the moment we met i was my guts were just racked with plague uh another easter egg oh fun um not having to do with digestive issues uh so justin um big big hype man for griffin mm-hmm. uh didn't have any intention of setting us up but did connect me to griffin's podcast before i yeah, met so him that's weird like you knew stuff about so i had me. listed listened to maybe half a dozen episodes mm-hmm. uh so i knew who griffin was and kind of you know that he had this show with his brothers and that he was funny yeah uh and very willing to talk about things like his diarrhea <laughs> It's important to know. It's like if if the the in the last season of How I Met Your Mother when he meets the mother, if like he had really bad diarrhea, and that would be like a major plot point of that episode. And so to leave it out would be disingenuous. Like our followers need to know. They need to know. Anyway, uh, anyway, I I landed and pretty much right after, like I dropped off my bags, and then Justin and Bristol and I went down to the city um, and walked around to a couple places. We were on the east side of Austin, which is very very hip. Um, spot to be uh there's there's a lot of uh you know fancy cocktail bars and dive bars and food trucks and it's it is it's the cool part of downtown mm-hmm. um and so we went to a couple places and then we ended up at liberty bar right yeah liberty bar do you remember the name i see you've always remembered the name of the band that i'm was pretty playing. sure it was sandra leche yeah um yeah i think you're right who i don't know super well but i i listened to a little i'm i'm not 100 percent sure um but i'm i think that's who it was uh, i don't know why that that stuck in my head it could be completely untrue but anyway uh yeah and so you were there i guess with some other friends i was there with my friend ashley i think oh yeah um, um, and I had been downtown all day, um, and had a, uh, a purse full of swag, uh, from the various events that I had been to. Uh, so other thing about South by Southwest, part of the reason all the showcases are free during the day is they're usually sponsored, which means you can get koozies and you can get handkerchiefs and flash drives and, any number of t-shirts of things that are sponsored what if you had handed me a flash drive <laughs> like hey it's got two gigabytes want a kiss um but i met griffin here's a tin of snus i got it from the snus <laughs> truck want to smooch me 
That's real. They were, there was a snow truck. Um, we all uh, did snus and got really addicted to snus no, for like two years. I have it was never, rough. I have never done snus. It's great. It's like snuff, but like it comes in a little ketchup packet. I guess I don't know. I've never yeah, done snus so either. Gross. Um, uh, and and yeah, so I met Griffin, and uh, Griffin was squinting, as I recall. It was a as I was wont to do. Sunny day in Texas, and I had two pairs of sunglasses. They were, Mike's hard, they were Mike's hard punch sunglasses. Yes. I remember that. One pair was orange and one pair was red. And so I had just met Griffin and I said, do you want one of these pairs of sunglasses? And he picked the orange pair. And I said, well, red's traditionally a little more rock and roll. And Griffin was like, that's not, that's not really really nice I know who I am. Um, <laughs> this is an important totem. In mine and Rachel's relationship, I have lost the sunglasses. Yeah, he does not have them anymore. But he wore them the whole time he was here. I did, yes. Um, partially because of love, but also because it's very bright. And <laughs> it's very also, bright. Um, a couple of things you need to know. Um, I had been single for a super long time. Like over two years, right? Isn't that what you told me? Uh, thereabouts, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you'd been on dates. But... I'd been on dates, but like I, I hadn't had like a girlfriend for, for a while. Um, and you had had a boyfriend for a long time, but you had been single for... Gosh, let me think. So, only for like four or five months. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing you need to know is I had just the grossest beard. It yeah. was so bad. Griffin Griffin looked like a man that had been single for a long time. <laughs> he he had an unfortunate haircut, mm. as I recall. He was a little shaggy. No, uh, I didn't have a I didn't have a super unfortunate haircut. Uh, it was pretty, okay, it was pretty shaggy. Okay. Well, dunk pretty on shaggy. It. Well, guess what? You had you had dumb ears. Well, I still do. No, I love ears. <laughs> Come on. Uh, he had a, a scraggly beard. Um, he was wearing clothes that looked super fucking cool. I bought out of the cool clothes catalog. He got them from Express Men. That that did not suggest this is a man who's single and ready to mingle. Mm-mm. Um. And wow, I'm really taking a fucking beating right well, now. Well, all of this to say, it's a miracle you ended up with no. me. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. What other bad things were there about me? No, I'm just I'm saying that Griffin was not putting off a like when we met. He did not put off a vibe of like, and for I, a very long time, I, I did am, not put off. This I vibe. am after you, Miss Rachel. But I was super into you, and, and that can be backed up by our friends Justin and Bristol because like when we went home. To to uh to to the place I was staying at, uh, we like stayed up for a super long time, and I was like, "So you think Rachel's gonna be around at the stuff tomorrow?" <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea that Griffin was interested, probably until the last day that he was in town. Um, but uh, I did spend a lot more time with our friends during that week. It seemed like every day I was getting a text from Justin or Bristol. I think they were definitely like, they were definitely pulling some strings. Um, I think, I think Bristol, maybe Bristol, Justin I, was not shipping us super hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we just sort of kept hanging out. Like we would go to a yeah, bunch of different yeah, shows. Every we day. To, Adam Duritz had a, <laughs> um, I forget what it was called. It was called like, some something in smoke it was like his label that he was putting together adam duritz is the dude from uh counting crows uh and he the, put together, uh, it was a, wait no i remember what it was called it was called the uh counting crows super shows it was called oh baby i don't think that was it it was called crotally awesome that was what it was it was crotally <laughs> awesome um it was great that's what i'm talking about like south by south was so commercial now and they don't do stuff like this where you just roll up and like we saw like a dozen shows and ate free fried chicken and drank free beers thanks adam duritz you're a good dude yeah now south by southwest it's just over it's so commercial some people would argue that it was commercial in 2011 oh, somebody might also argue that i put up a panel for the panel picker for South by Southwest 2017 and was denied. And so maybe I'm a yeah, little bit a little salty. Um, so yeah, uh, we just kept hanging out and, uh, yeah, I don't together. remember a lot of specific conversations. The first time I remember really talking to you was the night we were at Opal divines. Yeah. So the last day I was in town, um, Oh, you remember well, no, this was, this was the second to last day. Oh, was it? Well, it was the last day was East side showroom. Right. Yes. So, um, this, but that was the day that we met up with Jordan Morris because we did a. I don't even yeah. think I don't know if he knows this this story, but we went to and I think it was just me and you and, and maybe, Justin and Justin. We went to the El Casino Camino. Is that right? El 
Camino Casino, something like that. Something like it's that. Some on bar, Sixth it's, Street. it's some bar on yeah. Sixth Street. I've been to Sixth Street bars like three times in my whole life since I've been here. Uh, but we did a little Max Fun meetup with me and Jordan from Jordan Jesse Go, and you came along, and it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a real power play. I know Griffin wasn't intending this. It was not that. In fact, I was like really actually, I, I dug you a lot, and I was kind of uncomfortable with like, check out my, check out my following. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, this was early, this was 2011, so it wasn't like it was packed with fans. No, no, no. But it was definitely like, hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, here are all my fans. <laughs> so, so call me baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, we did that, we went out to, like, dinner with a bunch of people, and I tried to, I don't know, I tried to flirt, I suck at yeah, it. Yeah, so Opal Divines, we went, um, it was just Justin and Bristol and me and Griffin that were there. A little double date. Um, and that's when Griffin came back to my house very briefly. Oh, yeah, to pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We dropped you off at your house. It was a nice house. Was that when you were living on 30... 43rd. 43rd, and mm-hmm. I popped in there. I was like, let me just get in there to piss. And I did. And you had a... We still have it. It's in the living room. You had a uh, Mondo Pee-wee's Playhouse, or Pee-wee's Big Adventure poster. I was like, mm-hmm. cool poster. Yeah, so the the joke that Griffin doesn't remember making... Oh, is, I remember it. Oh, he asked if he could use my bathroom, and I said... Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're okay in there, or something, something like that. I don't know. Something crass. And then, so he used my bathroom, and then came out, and he's like, "I think you're really gonna like what I did in there." <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty <laughs> That's bold. Pretty good. Pretty sexy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe even a little bit sexy and playful. <laughs> Um, and then the last night you were in town. Yeah, this that was, was when I thought my least smooth moment. That's we when would, I thought Griffin might be into me. We went to Eastside Showroom, which was it, is it closed? They're closing. I think it is I closed think. now. That sucks. I know it's real sad. Um, it was like the quintessential like hipster. Yeah, um, it has like a like place. a speakeasy kind of vibe. All the cocktails are like fifteen dollars, um, <laughs> and they're they're good. But come on. Uh, but we went there and we went with a big group of people. We went with our friend Eric, uh, who had a couple of friends in from out of town. There were like, I don't know, like 10 people there. And we yeah. were sat at this huge table, uh, which is a pretty small bar. So it's weird that we had this huge table. And Rachel and I were sitting like three people away from each other. And I kept trying to have conversations with her. At one point, apropos of nothing, Griffin turned to me. And this seemed remarkable because Griffin is not... He's not like a chatty guy, really, with like... People. I am in a group of friends where I, if I know everybody at the yeah. table, I'll fucking talk too much. But not like not like a, hey, this is the first time we've met, I want to know all about you kind of guy. Sure. So he turned to me and he said, so what do you do? And I just remember thinking like, huh, well, I've never seen him ask anybody else this question. Um, and it seems like a, like not really a, a germane topic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, um, I know that doesn't sound like a super strong pickup line, but it, it felt it felt like something. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing you hot and cold for like three straight days, and that was that was the prestige. <laughs> um, so yeah, we talked a little bit more that night, and then I flew home to Chicago, and this was in March. Um, and so I basically decided like day one that I wanted to move here because I love Austin so very, very, very much. But this was the first time that I'd like really been into somebody in a super long time. And so it kind of like sealed the deal. And so like I decided and I told Justin, like, I want to move to Austin. And he was like, you can live with me. Because uh, because his lease, I think, was also getting renewed at the same time that mine was. Yeah, up like Chicago. summertime. Um, and so I went back home. Yeah, this would have been mid-March because the first time I reached out to you was on your birthday, which is March 29th. And I like left you some stupid Facebook <laughs> comment on <laughs> Wrote your Wrote on my Facebook wall, guys. It was dumb. I don't remember. Uh, but I, I remember, I do remember like thinking about posting that comment for a long time because I was like, she doesn't know me super well. And so it's weird for me to leave a happy birthday message. I deliberated for a super, super long time. <laughs> but this is such a good payoff and it is the most like digital age dating shit ever in that like i sat there and i agonized over sending you this happy birthday wall post on your facebook wall and then i published it and then like six minutes later i heard a little ping and you had sent me a little facebook chat and we facebook chatted we facebook for, like, chatted. for like three minutes i don't even think facebook chat still exists like the little pop-up chat thing that we use that doesn't exist anymore it was it was my it was my birthday mm-hmm. and i had just been out for drinks with justin and like all the people we had hung out with yeah um and so i just started chatting it was very it was very benign i forget what we talked about i think we talked about chicago hot dogs somehow we ended up getting on the topic of of quizzes or something somehow we started talking about like what was that website online quizzes 
Do you remember the website? Are you talking about Sporkle? Sporkle, yeah. We sent a lot of that. So this this kicked off a digital correspondence between Rachel and I that is... I'm really grateful for it. Obviously, mm-hmm. because, like, we ended up together, but also because, like, we have... We have an archive. An archive, like, yeah. of, like, I, I don't know, 100 and some odd emails, probably. Yeah, so we started emailing in March, and we emailed pretty much every week, sometimes twice a week, yeah. until he moved here pretty in July. Long, pretty long, like, I would spend nights, like, work, working <laughs> on these, you know, like, two two-page long emails and yeah and we would ask each other questions yeah so like how did you know what did you like what did you how was your college experience so like what was that like well or like if you were going to have five dinner party guests and you could have anybody who would it be or um none no questions like what that dick do though no nothing like i can't that's important no overt flirtation whatsoever just like and that's in a way like i i you say like you couldn't tell whether or not i was into you even during this correspondence and like if i'm asking you like what it was like growing up in st louis and like what your childhood was like (laughs) hey dog hey buddy guess what like um yeah i i had never i had never had a guy be interested in me that wasn't overtly flirtatious yeah that's how Um, that's how i come at it so i i just kept second guessing whether or not you were interested it's kind of astonishing that this worked right because like there's another universe in which like i don't know like i'm just the i'm a creepy dude and it wasn't like i was sending you a, a email after email like hey you up you up you up but like i think there's another universe in which like you know, you move too fast and you ask mm-hmm. these big, big, big questions and one of the people gets spooked and sort of runs away. Um, and I also think, like, I don't know, I get really nervous about sensitive digital correspondence of any sort. <laughs> and this was, like, really, really sensitive stuff. But it was really sweet. Like, it was, the emails were so sweet. Like, I love, and I love that I can just, like, go back and read them. Yeah. Um, no, and- it's it's really nice. I, I am a big fan of the written correspondence. Griffin and I will still send each other emails occasionally when we're traveling. Yeah. That are just nice to have. And I think it only worked because we had, we had met each other and hung out for a few days. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was, like, cold cold calling you or something like that yeah and I, I feel like in that we got to know things about each other that like other people just never got to know about us right um uh, which was great so in july i moved down uh justin actually flew up to chicago and then we threw everything i owned in my toyota matrix and then drove down to austin and then like uh oh yeah oh, and then, griffin and i exchanged phone numbers and that was my doing yeah that was a big play rachel i mean from this point on rachel makes all of the forward momentum until i <laughs> Uh, no, that's not true, because you got, you got pretty spooked also sometimes. I did, yeah. I was super freaked out. But I just, I felt like, I was not, I was not quick to rush into anything with Griffin, but I knew that I liked being around him, and I liked talking to him a lot. Yeah. Well, because um, the boyfriend that you had before that was, like, almost a decade. Like, it was a long relationship, yeah. and so, like, I can see I wasn't you. looking for anything serious, and I knew Griffin was, like, a serious guy, and so I was nervous about that. Yeah. But I also knew that... We had just been emailing for a long time, and if we were going to get together, I wanted to get to that pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so I moved down here, and then we—I think you came over like the first. You night. texted me right away when yeah. you got in town because Bristol and I had left a bunch of surprises for you and Justin. Oh yeah, in the house. So I think one was a poster for the movie Ping Pong Play Playa. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and the, the Sweet Valley Sweet, High Sweet board Valley game. High board game. And the Chicago Bears vinyl of oh, the, Super for the Super Bowl, Bowl shuffle. shuffle. Fuck, I wish I'd hung on to that. I don't know where that ended up. I bet Justin probably has I think it. Justin has it. Um, and that first night, we ended up texting like a lot that night because uh, Justin had a roommate back then who hadn't managed to get all of his stuff out yet. Uh, and so he was in the room that I was supposed to stay in. And so I slept in Justin's room. And like, I remember texting you about that. Oh, my gosh, that was so funny. That made me like kind of have a crush on you because you texted me that Steve was in your bed. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're never going to believe this, but Steve is also in my bed. And then you said, Stephen Hawking has a theory <laughs> that all beds contain. <laughs> a little bit of Steve. Uh, Steve's a great dude. It wasn't, you know, it was a complicated situation. Um, and then, yeah, we started dating really quick. Yeah. So so Griffin and I pretty much saw each other or talked every day that he was in town. The um, first, like, move I m- remember making is we wanted to play that Sweet Valley High board game. Yeah. And so Grace, our friend Grace, uh, was over at your house and was like, hey, let's come over and play 
Sweet Valley High, and so I. This is the this is the most <laughs> this is the most perfect like um, encapsulation of how clueless I was about anything. Uh, in that I showed up to the house with because um, I didn't want to be rude. I wanted to bring something, so I brought some beer, like uh, a twelve. I brought pack. like a like a sixteen eighteen pack of Shiner Bock, like enough for each of us to have six. I was like, what? We're just playing a board game, and then and it was like it was like six o'clock in the evening or yeah, something. Yeah, it was not party <laughs> on a time. weekday. I didn't know. <laughs> so uh, I get there with a uh, hundred beers in the Sweet Valley High board game, and Grace, who is the best, uh, she says, uh, "I'm going to go," and just leaves. <laughs> yeah. And so we ended up hanging out. And I yeah. remember, and then I went back to your house and played Scrabble. We played with you. Scrabble for a while. Yeah. Um, and then we. No, just kidding. Come on. <laughs> Not yet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a baby. Like, come on. They, um, they know. So yeah. So Griffin and I kept kept in contact and i had been talking to my friends at this point and said there's this guy we've been emailing i think i like him but i'm not sure if we have like real romantic chemistry and my friend courtney actually um was the one she's the one that lived in paris that mm-hmm. i visited yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like you need to just kiss him yeah like you need to kiss him and then you'll know so we did we have one night we went to a bar on e6 right mm-hmm. cheer up charlie's um, that was like the most fun dance place. Well, Barbarella is the most fun dance place, but the second most fun dance place, uh, in Austin. And we went, and I remember having a super good night. Uh, we also went back to your place and we played Dance Central. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We did a lot of dancing that night. Um, did we hold hands at Cheer Up Charlie's? I think we might have. You have a memory of that happening. I. Oh, sorry. And then I guess it was only special for one of us. See, this is what you I were can't believe Henry of. has to be in the room while we do this <laughs> now. Um, so yeah, we ended up going back to my place. And I think we were watching Friday Night Lights, right? That was a very similar. Yeah, so let me, let me give you the timeline here. Uh, so we were playing Dance Central and I noticed I had decided that night that we were going to kiss. This is, this is how my brain works. I was like, we're going to kiss tonight and then we'll figure it out. Uh, and so we'd had some drinks and I noticed that every time Griffin would like get up, he would like come back and sit directly next to me. Uh, and so I felt pretty good about signals. Uh, and then everybody left and it was just Justin and Bristol and me and Griffin watching Friday Night Lights. And Which, by the way, during our, our, our convalescence, that's not the right word. During our, <laughs> our, our paternity maternity leave, we fucking powered through yeah. basically the whole series again, except we skipped the second season. Go watch that show. It's fucking great. Even if you think it's not going to be your kettle of fish, uh, that's not that how that colloquialism works either. Um, it's so good. Just skip season two entirely, and you're going to be aces. Uh, but yeah, we were watching that show. Continue with the scene. It's about to get um, pretty steamy in here, folks. Yeah. So. Uh, so at their place, there was a couch and a chair. And it was kind of a big chair. But So Justin and Bristol took the couch, and Griffin and I shared this big chair. Mm-hmm. And this is the first... Sign that Griffin oh. really gave me for sure that he was interested, uh, and that he put his arm around me. Oh, so fucking! And he kind of like rubbed my arm with his hand. Hell yeah, dude! Are you kidding me? <laughs> so smooth. I remember everything being like all you and me being like a like quivering little like like a. It like, was really smart that you were like that though. Like I make fun of you, but again, I I was out of an almost ten year relationship. Yeah. Um, and recently single. Yeah. So anything else would have spooked me. I, I really liked feeling like I was kind of in control in a way. Um, so yeah, Justin and Bristol went to bed and then we smooched. I don't want to get, this is making me very nervous. <laughs> I, so, so Griffin and I were sitting next to each other and you're going to go so deep into this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go so deep. I'm just going to say that Griffin like kind of leaned his head against me and I was like, well, we can't kiss if his head is on me so i kissed his ear yeah and, and then, then I was like that like activated griffin yeah. he was like oh we can kiss now yeah that was i, I said that you've broken the curse <laughs> and so we did some kissing yeah we did some kissing it was good uh and then i it was time for me to leave because i'm a lady and uh and then griffin was like well maybe we can do this again sometime and he didn't realize that I had consciously decided, like, we are going to kiss this evening and then we are going to make a decision about our relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was like, maybe we do this again sometime. I thought that was really funny because I was like, I-, I guess he thinks that I-, I didn't make this 
this was a spontaneous decision. Yeah, I, or I, that I thought that this was a, at this point, like a four month long slow play just to get one night of some kissing. And then that was, that was how, that's how um, intimacy works. That's how romance works. You work yeah. for four months and then you get kissed a little bit and then that's it. And that's then we it. were really serious right away. Like we, Basically going full steam ahead. We saw each other pretty much every day. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, it was, it was so good. Like it was it still really good. Is super good, but it was like the best, like it was, it was unlike any relationship I'd ever been in. And I'd been in like a few at, at that point. And it was the most like, I, it's, it's, you're, I think you're lucky to have a relationship like that at any point in your life. Where you're just like, oh, this is, oh, this is how it yeah. is. And the other things were like, good, but like this, is this is how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, there like. were never any games. Like Griffin and I were always very honest with each other. Yeah. Like he, we never did the like, oh, he called me. I'm going to wait two days and call him back. Yeah. Or we're going to date other people, you know, and see how that goes. Or like, I'm Not gonna... there's anything wrong with that. If that was your, again, yeah. like, I don't want to be like, it's no, the only true. way to do it. I'm just saying like. For me, it was this... It wasn't, like, hot and cold. No, it was this moment of, like, realization of just, like, this is, this is the, this is the, this is it. Like, this is mm-hmm. the, this has to be it, because it's not, it's so unlike the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, and then, I lived with Justin for a year, and then we moved in together. We moved in together. In 2012. 2012. Uh, really cute house on the Christmas Light Street. Uh, in Austin, it's not, they don't really, do, there's this very, very small street in Austin. It's kind of like the North University neighborhood. Yeah, or the, and every house on it used to do Christmas lights, and they would run Christmas lights from, like, house to house across the street, forming, like, this beautiful tunnel of lights. But then those houses are now worth, like, $600,000 for, like, yeah. a 900-square-foot house. It was so a little, it was a little one-bedroom house. Yeah. Uh, now with, they're all rented out by UT students who aren't as festive and yeah. diligent, because it's there a was, lot of work. It's really old. There's, like, one closet in the whole it's house. so cute, though. The it was cute. Very very cute. Um, so we lived there for a year, and then I proposed to you there um, in 2012. In 2012, yeah. And then we got married December 2013. Mm-hmm. So um, we were we were we pretty much knew what we wanted, and we just we moved quickly after that. <laughs> we did, yeah. We were like the. F- I think we were like the first of our, and we have we still have this big group of friends that were like our friends who helped hook us up, and our friends that uh, did AmeriCorps with Rachel that are still like. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, we had Henry a little over two weeks ago, and our friends uh, made dinner for us every night uh, for the past two weeks. And it's like those it's those friends. It's like still those friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, yeah, so but we I, were, but we were I think we were like the first of our friends to like get married because well, we were just like fucking powering through. You it. say that. So there's there's another there's another thing that I've kind of alluded to on the show. But I am older than Griffin, mm-hmm. um, like five years older. So what? <laughs> It's my favorite. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> like it's like a Chris Hansen to catch it's like a predator a fun moment. Thing to do to you uh, <laughs> to like just like how you feel when I say it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so while we were the first of our friends here in Austin to get married, you know, I was thirty-one when we got married, and most of my friends that I went to high school with were married and had a couple kids. Actually, sure. So, I in that sense, I was kind of a late bloomer. But I will say that, yeah, here in Austin, we really kicked it off. Yeah. Uh, because most of our friends here are, are closer to Griffin's age, I think, than mine. I'm trying to think of other stuff. Like, it was just like a really good... Uh, we bought our house uh, a few months after we got married that we live in now and mm-hmm. where we where we have the baby. Yeah, um, I think the thing, the thing about Griffin and probably all the McElroys that was unique for me uh, is that Griffin and Travis and Justin, they're all very family focused. And all of them, I think, would say confidently that a goal for them has always been to get married and have kids. Like, yeah, sure. Like, like Griffin, when we started dating, never did any of that. Like, well, I don't know if I'm ready to settle down. And like, oh, I'm kind of afraid of commitment. Like, if anything, I was more nervous in the beginning of our relationship because Griffin seemed so clear and what he wanted and how he felt about a lot of that's coming from like a place of i was very i was very privileged and i was very lucky to like i had the joystick job which turned into the polygon job and i had my brother my brother and me which even back then was doing really well like one one year in and i knew that like we had kind of caught on to something that i loved doing um and so i found all of this fulfillment in like work and and life and everything else and so i was like I was I was ready to go, and I was so lucky that all of those other stars aligned. Um, because yeah, like I wasn't 
hesitant really at all. Yeah. Um, uh, and we've told some of our other stories. Like when I didn't propose to you. Like when you didn't propose to me in Mexico. I don't want to talk too much about the proposal because, again, <laughs> it's very sensitive. But we, yeah. did it at, we did it at our small, cute house. I set up some lights in the Griffin, backyard. Yeah, and, Griffin surprised me. I had been out of town for work, and I came home. And you made uh, me stop at Walgreens to get you your birth control pills. <laughs> and I was sitting in the parking lot like, are you kidding me? <laughs> now. Um, and, and yeah, I, well, you know, we, we, we don't fight really. We have a lot of the same interests. Uh, I think our temperaments are similar. Yeah. Um, we, the example I used to say, and this is sad, that I thought that this was, like, such an important, um, like, point for people to get along with in order to, like, stay stay super into each other, is we always wanted to leave parties at the exact same time. <laughs> It's like, a, like it, sometimes it'd be late. Sometimes we, whenever I want to go to like two and want to just rage, you are there also. But like most of the time, it's like eleven, and I'm looking at the door, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> but there's never been an instance where it's like, oh, babe, come on, yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, no, we're pretty much always on the same page. Uh, We've traveled a lot, which has been super fun, mm-hmm. both for like doing live shows for the podcast, which you get to come on. When I and, met like, Griffin, he had never left the country. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I left a couple times for for Polygon. I went to Germany and Tokyo. We took our honeymoon in Japan. We went to Tokyo, Hakone, and Kyoto, and like are obsessed with it, which we talked about during the Terrace House episode. We went to Hong Kong last year, which was really fun. Like that's my favorite thing to do with you because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anywhere. Like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing in Texas ever, uh, let alone you know Hong Kong. And so like being there with you and sharing that like that terror with you is really really fun. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, we had a, we had a baby. Yeah, we uh, just we had tried, a baby. We tried for a bit, and then it happened. We found out on Easter uh, that we were having a baby. Rachel walked into the room with the pregnancy test, and I had just gotten an Oculus Rift dev kit, too. <laughs> and so I had that on. I was playing some shitty game. And Rachel walked in, and she was like, babe. And I took off the headset and was like, oh, shit. It was really great. It was like one of the best moments. Yeah. Um, and then he got born. He got born uh, Black Friday, which is cool. And then December 7th, we just celebrated our three-year wedding anniversary. Three-year wedding anniversary. Oh, our wedding was super fun. It was out in the country, uh, basically like 30 minutes past the airport from Austin. If you know Austin, then you kind of, I think, know what it's... Cedar Creek, Near Bastrop, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was at the cutest little place. It was like a little um, sort of like farmhouse, country, country house um mason jars mason jars as far as the eye can see wood tables the whole thing um we loved planning the wedding and like had such a great time one caveat it was a mostly outdoor wedding and what you have to understand is it's december right now it's december 12th and it was 60 degrees outside today that's the norm it was like 17 degrees on our outdoor wedding day (laughs) yeah there was there was freezing rain um after our ceremony and uh, we invited over 150 people, like 70 showed up. Um, it was, Which, it wasn't like everybody who showed up RSVP'd to show up. That You're making it sound like people are like, mm, the weather's too bad, I'm going to stay home. No, I know. I'm just saying um, like it was a very, very small, very chilly, So we intimate. had a, a brisk by both definitions of the word ceremony, like outside. And then, oh, and Griffin's dad was our officiant. Yeah, my dad uh, officiated for us. And then we basically, uh, luckily our... Wedding planner, who was fucking amazing, was yeah. like the day before, like, why don't we get a big tent? And we were like, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, with heaters. And then she like filled it with yeah. heaters, and we basically just got in there, and everybody got drunk and just like danced to stay warm. There's yeah. also like a fireplace inside. It was the cutest place. There's a fireplace inside. Yeah, and if people anybody kept... wants to get married, um, Cedar Bend, yeah, is what it was called. Uh, in Austin or the Austin area, we we have a very strong recommendation yes. for you. Uh, it, what was great is we had a fireplace inside, and people were going there for mm, survival. Um, and like people were meeting that otherwise would not have mm-hmm. met because they were gathered around this like communal survival point. Wasn't it your boss Chris Grant? Yeah, Chris Grant, my boss, was there with his uh, partner Aaron, who was pregnant at the time. I felt so bad because it was like. <laughs> Well, so and our, fucking cold. And our, our wedding planner was also Our wedding pregnant. planner was also pregnant. Yeah, so there were like, uh, and like my nanny was there like around the fire. But like all of these people were meeting um, because they were like gathered around this fire, which I thought was like, obviously it wasn't ideal. And I wish that it had been, the weather had been a bit nicer during our wedding. But there was, uh, there was a lot of, there's a lot of sweet stuff happening because mm. of the cold. Um, that's it. I feel like, man, I feel so uncomfortable still talking about this. <laughs> it's fun to talk about like. 
I don't know. It's nice. We've wow. I can't believe we got 45 minutes out of this. That's a lot. Um, yeah, I think um, I, d- I don't know how to like end it, tie a little bow around that. But all that to say, so when we watch, okay, let's. Oh, let's talk about when we started watching The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. So, so we. I mean, we've mentioned this before. We started watching Ben's season. Well, you watched some before. Um, yeah. And you turned me on to this show, and it was when you were living at your old house I think on 43rd. we were watching it on my laptop. We were watching it on your shitty, like, 1951 MacBook. Um, <laughs> and the fan was so loud, we had to turn the volume up to max just so we could hear <laughs> ben, ben spout his, uh, oh, my dad's. Um, and you were like, there's this show that I think you would enjoy and i don't know why you thought i would enjoy it i think I you just I said, really wanted to watch no, it i don't think i ever sold it and in fact i i just made it sound more like this is a thing that i do and you were welcome to do it with you me. didn't own a tv then so it's not like no. you were consuming like no. this, that's what was so mysterious Griffin got to me, me a tv as a present i got you a tv for a christmas present and <laughs> as like, like a i don't know how you're doing this you need this yeah because you weren't you also weren't one of those people that was just like mm, television yeah i was how? watching everything on my computer yeah i was just cheap <laughs> yeah i guess so um but yeah you were like i think it was even pitched like please watch this show with me it's important to me and let's see how it goes and i was I like okay think i ever said it's important to me you said it's an important thing for me i'm gonna do a podcast about it <laughs> there are three it. things griffin there's family yeah there's friendship yeah and then there's the bachelor bachelorette the three f's <laughs> Um, yeah, so we watched it, the first season of Ben's, Ben's season is such a good first season, because, like, mm-hmm. he's kind of a, a, a dude that I think I'd love to get along with. <laughs> I'm so hesitant after The Bachelorette Canada. I don't know who listens <laughs> and who doesn't. Um, but that was a season with Courtney in yeah. it, and, like, there was a lot of wild stuff. I think and Lindsay I, was the runner-up. I don't remember. I don't remember anything except Courtney and Ben. Um, and so I watched it and just like fell in love with it. And and we didn't start doing drafting until like, I think we did it the next season, which was Emily. No, no, no. It was after Emily. It was the next bachelor I, after Emily. It would have been Juan Pablo. Yeah. And that was just Justin and Bristol and me and you at that point. I think it was just me and you for a year. Yeah. We did it by ourselves. By ourselves. That doesn't seem right. I think we did. But anyway, we like. You, it was it was like you shown me this seductive new drug where you're like, check this thing out. I think you'd like it. And I was like, oh, not only do I like it, I'm fucking completely obsessed <laughs> with it. Um, and so we've watched it constantly. And then in two weeks, right? Three weeks, maybe? I don't know. Not Math is not my strong suit. Uh, we're going to start a new season. I'm yeah. very excited for that. Yeah. I'll be Henry's first Bachelor. Oh. Nick. Um, they announced all of the Bachelorettes. We are going to break them down in yeah. a uh, preview special that we're probably going to do last episode of the year. Um, next episode, again, is going to be our... Um, season one. Season one review. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of dolphin people in there, huh? There's a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of folks in there. Who, a lot of people like dolphins. And I get it. Oh, and did you see the most common names? They're not anything we were No, predicting. there's there's like three pairs, right? There's two Jasmines. There's two Jasmines, yeah. Jasmine, what's up? Your 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 brand is going worldwide. I wonder if that's an Aladdin thing. If you think about like the 90s. Shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. A lot of people have also pointed out that the women are, in fact, typical age. The average age is like 24 and, a, and three quarters. They are not. They it are is not, not Nick. Nick is Nick. 33, 34? Something like that, Oof. yeah. That's a gulf. Yeah. That's a gap, isn't it? Yeah. It's a chasm. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I mean, obviously. I was just looking forward to a more mature... Uh, female contestant, and that is not what we saw. That is not what we're going to get. Instead, we get a bunch of anamorph dolphin women <laughs> who want to just stay in the transformation for over an hour. Oh, that reminds me, we should bring up again, we've mentioned this a couple times, but for those that are new, uh, we have a listener named Drew Davidson who created a website called The Rose Reckoner, mm-hmm. uh, which can help you keep track of your scoring. So if you're looking to start a team, he's got the new contestants up. I believe you can you can get in there and start putting together. I think we might actually use it this year. Because yeah. it's, it's kind of a – first of all, Rachel takes a copious amount of notes mm-hmm. each each episode, and so it's hard to – Keep track of And there's score. always scoring discrepancies. When we do this with friends, a lot of people will count things and then... We spend a lot of time arguing whether something was a, 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 just a kiss or a makeout, which is fun, <laughs> yeah. but uh, 
<laughs> spend our time. Yeah, those arguments get really heated. They get really fucking nasty. Yeah, sure. Like, like what tips the scale from a kiss to a makeout? We've had a lot of debates Visible about that. Visible tongue, that's a makeout, obviously. And duration, that's where it gets Duration, sticky. hands on the head and neck, yeah. it's important. <laughs> These are actual arguments that we've had with our friends, our very good friends. Um, I hope this episode didn't come out as braggy or super masturbatory. I I don't know. I think folks probably yeah. Enjoy I it. I think I mean Griffin and I are obviously very happy, uh, and we appreciate that a lot of you have been interested in our story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does it does definitely inform how we watch these shows. You know, so yeah. I, I don't feel like it's totally crazy that we talked about it. I guess not. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening next week. Again, season one of The Bachelor. Please watch Terrace House. Please a lot of you it. have. If anyone just joined our Facebook group. I love it. I love it. They on. probably think that we are exclusively a Terrace House here's cast. The thing. There's nowhere for me to go to get the kind of like, I'm a member of the fucking Terrace House fan community. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the member of a fan community for much shit, but I want to know everything about this show. I want to watch all the old stuff. I want to look at Terrace House memes. I want to, like, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. trash for yeah, the show. Yeah, I want to know everything about the panel. Um, I want to know, not only that, I want to know what everybody else thinks. We've been telling our friends about this show just because I'm so desperate for people to talk to. Last night, Justin sent me a text about Hanson, and it, like, lit up my life. <laughs> Travis is watching it now, and I'm, like, so psyched. I know where he, what episodes he's, like, about to get to. It's like... And I guess, so, Aloha is coming to Netflix. Jan, Jan 1 is what I've heard. Yeah, so we're gonna we're going to have a lot to watch in a few weeks. It's very exciting. Oh, I mean, what are, what are we fucking kidding? Bachelor starts on Jan 3rd. If they put up all of the Aloha State episodes, <laughs> we will finish them by then. Yeah. We will watch all of them in two days. Um, Thanks, you guys, for listening. Thank you for listening. Go watch Bachelor Season 1. It's on ABC.com. And uh, we'll talk about it next week. Or don't watch it. What the fuck ever. You're probably pretty busy. It's the holidays. And it's a pretty stressful time for everybody. Should we do a holiday episode? I don't even know what we would do. I don't know what we I would do. I don't know what that would look like. This is our holiday episode. Fuck off. Just kidding. We love <laughs> you very much. Whoa. I'm feeling punchy. Okay. okay. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Final Rose. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right Reese's. Right Reese's. Thank you.